the challenge I think we have is not about products, is not about infrastructure, is not about such things, I would say. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about people. The other important thing that we announced in the event is our partnership with Microsoft. Yes. I think it was a huge announcement. This leveraged both company. And it's a both company in the, because you know, we're going to the multi cloud. That's for yes. sure. Uh, and I'm extremely optimistic. We are working in day by day together with them. And in, in some cases, for sure, we compete in other cases, but in some cases we, we are partnering, which is the, is the new life. Competing and partnering is, is, is the new normal, right? Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Ed's Talk with me, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter, the podcast where we talk to C-level executives, leaders of institutions, and heads of multinationals. One of the current topics, they talk, we listen. Can you imagine getting into a business or a market where you actually spend a hundred billion plus on a piece of paper? Are you kidding me? It was like a frying pan of the head. I got nothing against CFOs. It was not just the job of a lifetime, it was the job of a thousand lifetimes. My guest today, despite having risen to one of the highest positions in a blue chip corporation, has an entrepreneurial spirit. He has held the title president, was recognized by Latin Trade Magazine as the best in Latin America, and won a Latin Trade Bravo Business Award while serving as Oracle's Latin American CEO in 2003. We conclude this series of Heads Talk the same way we started, with Oracle. This organization has transformed itself from database management to enterprise software and hardware, and now is seen as one of the leading cloud providers in the world. Our conversation will focus on leadership in the Latin American region and the next generation cloud market. But before we get into that, here's a brief message. This episode is sponsored by Axia. Axia is the leading private cloud platform in the Alessian and Matamos ecosystem, combining intelligent solutions with security and control. Axia's clients profit from digitalization and automation of critical business processes in a cloud and hybrid architecture. 150 staff provide migration, engineering, and support services to over 200 leading organizations in 32 countries. Heads Talk podcast with your host, Elaine Pringle Schwitter. Louise Meisler is the Executive Vice President of Oracle Latin America, responsible for increasing the company's leadership in the Latin American region and ensuring that customers receive the highest level of service, both directly from his team and indirectly through business partners. He has held numerous roles since he started with Oracle in 1998 and has worked across a range of industries. With his team, he helps customers transform their businesses using technology as a bridge to connect them to innovation taking advantage of opportunities that often stem from problems. Louise believes that a purposeful culture motivates people, making them productive and prepared to make decisions that help customers succeed. Prior to Oracle, Louise was a senior consultant at Arthur Anderson, founded Result System, and was the CFO and CIO of Loras Americanas, the biggest retail chain in Brazil. So let's begin. Louise, welcome to Heads Talk. Absolutely delighted to have you here today. It's my great pleasure, Elaine. I think it's a, it's a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, I'm here. We are going to, to spend our time speaking about uh, what challenges being, uh, being an entrepreneur. 
in this new, this new world, the new world yes. till now, and then the new world coming on. Indeed, indeed. You know, I am excited um, for this conversation ahead. Uh, you will conclude the Next Generation Cloud series on Heads Talk, and once again, really glad that you can spare the time to talk to us today. So let's begin with this. Just like Oracle, you have grown and transitioned over the years into your role today. Please, for my listeners, elaborate on the current role and, and tell us about your top priorities. Great. Okay, uh, my current role is to, to run a division that main responsibility today is delivery. Uh, I, would, I would say that in the past that was sales and uh, because we used to sell products and, and the delivery side was not necessary on our side. Mm -hmm. But since the world changed radically, dramatically, in specific in Latin America, my role became uh, mostly delivery side. Means we're selling. Uh, we are, I would say that uh, I, I like to define that uh, Oracle is like a technology enabler for mm -hmm. business transformation, mm -hmm. and uh, and I think that's that's my main role. And my main role since today we have 4,500 people is to motivate these people and make them uh, execute their job as better they can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, and we are a company that build talent. Yeah. I, you know your potential. You probably know that we we really are. I, I would say that the acquiring of fishing talent. I mean, normally uh, that's in Portuguese. I try to trans to translate. Yes, yes but I normally the companies come here to recruit uh, top talented mm -hmm. because I think we have a differentiated culture of entrepreneurship. And you're really building talent over the years, mm -hmm. and 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 also visionary because we used to dream, yes. because we're not used to do things by the easy things. But that normally company give you goals and you achieve your goals and you're happy for that. We mm -hmm. are not happy to achieve just our goals. We are happy to to like overcome by far our goals. That's the reason I I, I think that we are kind of visionary. In yes, doing yes, the yes. In, in implementing the responsibility we have today. Well, you know, everything starts with a dream. Everything starts with a vision before it's created and into fruition. Yes. And I, I'm quite excited about talking to you about um, your region, Latin America. And I'd really like to know what is Oracle's Latin American um, current strategic focus and how does it align with Oracle's overall global objectives? That's right. So we are in the region right 35 years. And I would say that the, 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 the commitment the company has in our region is huge. Mm. And I believe that this was built over time. I think the last 25 years that I am here in the company, we've mm. been investing a lot. We've been investing a lot. When I started in, the, in this function was 23 years ago, we have around 400 people. Mm -hmm. uh, today we have around 7,000 people, including oh. development people. We have a very important group that is a, a, a proof of concept that we are investing in the region. We have 2,500 people in Guadalajara uh, working for the developing product for the whole world. Mm -hmm. We have database developers, we have uh, application developers, all, all, all developers mm -hmm. uh, function in, in Latin America sitting, and the plan is go to close to 10,000 just in Guadalajara. Mm -hmm. And I have worked in, in the sales and delivery team directly with me, about 4,500 people. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I would say that today is our best moment ever. Because I, I, when I entered in the company in 1998, mm -hmm. I read a, a book that uh, was describing Larry's vision for the future. And this is very interesting because Larry described the future as we call today the cloud. Yes. Uh, this name doesn't exist, didn't exist at that time. But uh, that today what I can see is this dream come true. Yeah. And uh, I strongly believe that Oracle, the best company prepared for this new future, the new transformation. And, uh, and uh, we, we, we connecting, and the truth is that we're really connecting this dream with the fact that we're really implementing this dream in our, our large customers. And our focus today is in, in, is in the customer. Mm. Means we we are we we used to be focusing our products try, trying to selling uh, databases ERPs and that's all all products we mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. But today we're kind of focusing on the customer, understanding customer needs and helping customer and their business transformation. Mm -hmm. We we reorganize the whole division by industry, which is the only way to get value to our customers and enable them in the, to, into this digital transformation, which is uh, a mix between cloud infrastructure that we're growing very fast, triple digit, and in application business, business uh, solutions, which is growing also two digit. And uh, I'm extremely optimistic about the future. Mm -hmm. And I, we, I believe that we can double our revenue year over year. Okay. And this is our vision and dream. Okay. And based on, on customer satisfaction and very important out of that, because I don't think we can make customer uh, uh, satisfaction or more than uh, what yes. was the word? Yes. Uh, in cancer. In cancer. In uh, yes. cancer, the customer if you don't have very happy and successful people. And then we started to invest in that long time ago. And then I'm going to stop here, otherwise I don't stop talking. <laughs> well, it, it, I can hear your enthusiasm. I can hear your drive. And uh, what I'm getting from all of this, it's so customer focused, you're not going to believe this. But you know, Latin America is really now a tech magnet. You know, they've got tech innovators, inventors, and they've got brilliant young minds there at the moment. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that you talked about the the industries. And I just kind of wanted to know if you could provide us with a quick overview of the key industries or sectors that Latin America, Oracle Latin America, is targeting or serving in the region. Yes. You know, we understand that the customers looking for the transformation we're going to have going forward uh, in the past we has big had big transformation going forward with artificial intelligence i think the world we're going to change upside down mm -hmm. and we don't know what we're going to be exactly mm -hmm. but we know that is the changes is huge and the other point i i, I made all the time here is that uh, People think that, okay, this is going to happen 10 years from now. It's not going to happen 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen two, one, two, three years from now. It's going to start happening. And uh, things coming from outside in and mm -hmm. from inside out. 
means uh, people has to be the major challenging is about people because you know no, no none of us like change you know we think now we love change we learn we study but the fact that we want to come back to to our job and do the mm -hmm. same thing we did yesterday and mm -hmm. the, the, the and the, the thing that brought us to here but i'm 100% sure that the things that brought us to here is not going to take us to there Mm -hmm. And then the changes we need to introduce in our operation, in our mindset mainly, is about that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and many people have hard time to change, hard time to change. And yeah. this is the challenge. Yeah. When we look in today, more people mm -hmm. that, uh, that are, are able to learn and to, to, yeah. to study yeah. and to, to change and to understand the, the future and teamworking, because yeah. it's the other very important stuff, because... Nobody has a solution uh, alone. Yes, yes, uh, yes. This is about team working. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do believe that build a team and build talent and work with people that really are very focus on learning, learning, learning all the time and understanding this change is the, the main formula for, for success in the future. And that's what I think we'd be doing quite well. Means we've been doing along with the last yes. Uh, yes. last yes. last years, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, and it's about industry, because yes. if I go to I'm, I'm going to talk in a, with the bank, I need to know about banking. Means I have I need to give examples about uh, successful banking transformation. If I'm going to go to a retailer, uh, and uh, we have many kinds of retailers, we have. Uh, uh, a food retailer, we have uh, a furniture retailer, we have all kinds of retailers fashion that are retailer, different. Everything. So everything. And a fashion retailer, then uh, we have to understand their business and their business challenges. Yes. And we have yes. to look where this is going, which mm -hmm. is a hard job. It's a really very hard job. Mm -hmm. And uh, Preview the the the, the, the uh, future. Yeah. I'm assuming you welcome the challenge, though, Louise. Don't you? I think it's quite interesting when you talked about people resistant to change, but because yeah. the change is so fast and so rapid, it's, people haven't got yes. time to do this. They just have to get on board and get on with it. And I, and, and yeah. I think that's part of the positivity of yes. this kind of change. You don't have time to sit and wallow and think, let's leave it as before, else you just be left behind. And yeah. I, I think, um, I, I, I know you talked about um, being customer focused, but let's yeah. just focus for this um, these questions on your product and services, your products and services. I, I just wanna know how does Oracle Latin America adapts its offering to cater to the diverse needs and challenges of the different countries within the region. Each country is very different. So I'd like to know, what do you do yeah. to tailor to that? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. First of all, let me a little, uh, amplify a little bit about the investment we've been doing in the region, okay? Mm -hmm. We have already data centers in, in, uh, in Brazil. We have two data centers. We have already two data centers in Mexico. We have uh, one in data center in Colombia and going to the second one. In Chile also we have one. And uh, in December, we're gonna have the second one as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we localized all, all the products. You know that in Brazil specifically, we have very, very strict uh, fiscal laws and to localize our, our business solution to, to our countries is a big challenge. Mm -hmm. We did localize 
our solution to Brazil, to Mexico, Colombia, and uh, and then being having this kind of solution to build the architecture to mm. to help customers on, on this digital transformation is a huge challenge. Mm. And then uh, having people focus on that is is very important. One thing that you mentioned about the difference between country, there are important differences. If you go to Brazil, Brazil has industries that are very competitive. If you go mm -hmm. to banking industry, you have banking compete with each other very strongly. If you go to retail, also the challenge is huge in the retailers' business. A lot of large retailers having struggling with the interest rate today and having hard times. Mm -hmm. And if you go to to like utilities, utilities growing very fast in Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. And if you go, let's say, to in the in the other side, going to Mexico and telcos. Let's talk about telcos because tele telecommunication is also very important industry for us. And uh, you have in some industry high competition as well, but in other industries much less competition. And the the, the pressure to changing is different. And yeah. if you go in each other in the other countries, you you have like all all kind of flavor. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, in between these two, and uh, and this is a challenge because by understanding that the con con the culture in each yeah. Con con yeah. countries and and the way the business run in each countries, I think it's it is uh, it's uh, it's uh, yeah. something yeah. that we we elaborate very well and we deal very well. Yes. I think we are here 35 years. Our connection is very strong with our customer, and we are improving it day by day. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's, good. That's very good. Yeah. I, 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 want, I want you to, because everyone knows, you know, Latin America is not one monolithic group and it's, it's very different and depending on the country. But I'd like to hone in a little bit and if you could sort of share some success stories or, or, or case yeah. studies, even one case study where Oracle Solution has um, have made a significant impact on businesses right. in Latin America. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, will, I will tell you. You know, one thing that I will to manage to mention also really important is about the why Latin America going very fast in this business transformation. Mm. And I have a theory, this is just a theory, because we've been through every single problem you can imagine, like uh, military, military yes. dictators, we have high, hyperinflation, we have uh, earthquake, we have everything you can imagine. Means I, I, I used to say that used to, to crisis. Means that we run over crisis over year. And I, I strongly believe that we, this build an entrepreneurship in, mm. in, within our 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 people in, in our entrepreneur in, in Latin America because means we are we are we are not avoiding risk you understand and this is about risks and i think the culture is not avoid risk and uh, and we quite understand that and uh, one time i remember visiting a customer and i offering him a solution and uh, this was really surprising because normally customers ask okay you have this is nice what you're presenting to me how many customers you already implemented and normally you say, oh, I already implemented 1,000 customers, 500, and then make customer feel better. Mm -hmm. In this case, I, I told the customer, no one. This is the first customer I'm offering. I, and they said, oh, this is great. 
I, I can buy from you in the case you don't sell for anybody else in the next six months. You understand? That, yeah. That's the that's kind of culture you can find in Latin America. <laughs> means uh, people looking for, for be the first yes. and to start. Oh. And then uh, <laughs> that's still here because it's the culture we build. Because if, we, yeah. if you are the first, you can have advantage of being the first, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, that's it. And I'm going to give you some important cases. The first one I want to mention is about Bimbo, Grupo Bimbo. You know, Grupo Bimbo is, uh, is uh, I, I, they are the largest bakery in the world. They own in, in the United States, I don't know all the brands, but very important ones. The one that I remember is Sara Lee, mm -hmm. that you probably know. Uh, and they have presence in Europe. They have presence in 33 countries in the world. Right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you, by, by the end, the, the, the brands, the, the bigger brands they, they have, I think, uh, Raiza is searching here for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are working in 34 countries. They have 143,000 employees. And, you know, this is very nice because I was, I, I work with them implementing our old version of the, the ERP financials in 20 years ago. And then today... Uh, I, we're going to close after three to four years, three years, I'd say mostly, implementing the new first version and our cloud ERP transportation and the whole solution together integrated on their manufacturing, on their warehousing, on the, their distribution processes. And this is a huge implementation. Mm. It took three years. And nowadays, they have, they, they, today they have the basis to the trans business transformation and to digital transformation. This was the basis to their, for them to implement robotic in their warehousing. Mm -hmm. And they have warehouses in the U.S. mainly, some in Mexico, that are fully, fully automated. Mm -hmm. Since the merchandiser come in and get out with the, to the stores, and everything is totally connected. From the orders to the customer, to, to, from, from the buying from the uh, vendors to the orders to the customer and to the stores they provide. They, in terms of transportation, they, they, they like surrounding the world at three times in a day. That's so just to understand the dimension yes. the company has. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and this, this, this Go Live is extremely successful Go Live. And we're going to end the go live by the end of this December now. We're going to have like 90% of the company fully digitalized, fully digitalized. And now they can think on, on the next step mm -hmm. to be a predictive company, to understand the trends for the future on their products, to reinvent products, to build new products, to offer new services to their customers, and uh, to have more presence in the shelves. On the, the uh, on the on the customer on the, their customer shelves, mm -hmm. and then uh, this was an extremely successful implementation. They're using AI a lot to understand the future, to understand the needs mm -hmm. they're going to have in the future, mm -hmm. and then applying already in AI embedded in our product. This is the first AI application I think they're starting to use uh, totally embedded in the product, mm -hmm. and that's uh, the starting and the just starting. And I do believe that's going to take them to, they're going to have a huge advantage. Oh. And so to give you some brand they, they use, I just get it. 
Orowit, I don't know if you know, yes. uh, Mar Marinella, Barcel yes. Thomas, Sara Lee, and uh, Pullman, Nutrella in New York, Baker and Co., uh, Supan, and many others. Donuts, it means they own many brands. And uh, it's a huge company, and that's I'm very proud because I personally participated in this one 20 years ago and participated in this trans business transformation nowadays. Thank you. I have another. If you want me to stop and ask questions, I can go to the second one. <laughs> you have another case study? Yes, I do have. Oh, I have in telecommunication. This one is amazing. It's amazing. This is Telecom Italia in Brazil. They have 65 million customers. They are uh, the first telecom in Brazil that shift 100% of their data center to the cloud. They, this, this, uh, this, this is a partnership between Oracle and, and Microsoft. I think most of the workloads we call workloads to cloud came to Oracle. Uh, I think 70% at least of their workloads running on Oracle data center, they, they shut down 100% of their data center. Very interesting in our, yeah, very interesting in our cloud world in, in Las Vegas, like three months ago, and the photo Sarah Safra Katz, our CEO, showed was an empty data center. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, that's amazing because they shut down, I think, five to six data centers. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing that uh, if you look, uh, every people, people think about the people. What about the people that run this data center? They had uh, around 60 people that used to do like very mechanical pro pro uh, processes. And these guys started to do analytical business intelligence. They, 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 they are resignificate for new jobs. Mm -hmm. And they are extremely more important than they were before. And that, that's, that is the problem. People have to be prepared to learn other stuff and to be prepared to, 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 to add more value to the company they work. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and they become more strategic for the company. And, uh, and at the end, they, they have, with all I, I just described, I think the level of satisfaction they have under 65 million customers went up very, very much indeed. And their cost dropped at 35%, hmm. which is amazing Another result. Success. It's really, extremely successful. Really yeah. thank you, Luis, yeah. for, for these two fantastic case studies. My listeners yeah. very And overall, just to give you a flavor of numbers, Elaine, we have today 8,000 customers in infrastructure cloud yeah. and 5,000 customers in application cloud, which is uh, extremely successful. I think we... And, and in terms of customer satisfaction today, we have an NPS of 57%, which, by the way, is considered very good. I think we're going the right direction in all cases. Fantastic. I think many politicians will envy such a high percentage of satisfaction and favoritism. Um, okay, um, you, you know, this, this series, we do have conversations heavily on data management and analytics. You just mentioned it. And, you know, given the importance of data in this age, I'd just like to know what is Oracle doing to empower Latin American businesses with advanced data analytics and management capabilities in the cloud? You've sort of hinted on that with your last case study. If you would like to elaborate on that? Yes. First of all, 
let's go into the to the to the application pieces mm -hmm. and the application piece we already have embedded in our application ai which is a huge advantage comparing to, to our competition Mm -hmm. And so our competition have their own application, and normally they're looking for AI to accomplish to the application. And nowadays, I'm going to give some important example. If you're running like a, a, a HCM, say a human capital management, mm -hmm. and let's say you want to, to hire some skills, and you try to describe the skills in, in the system that you're looking for, and then you have a button in the side that you can push the button and say, okay, help me describe the script, this, this profile, the profile I need for the, for the skills. And then you came out with the profile. And then you can edit it easily. And then after you edit it, you can ask the system by pushing another button, how many people within the company could be a good candidate for this profile? And for the, and this kind of thing, this is already embedded in our application. If you go to the, the fi financials, uh, you after you close your bookings and you have your financial results, you can either write the, the the report or you can push a button that by itself write reports for you, mm -hmm. which is embedded in our application. This is a huge differentiation. Nobody has it, and why we have it? Because we are in the cloud, because uh, mm -hmm. we have around, I think, 30,000 customers in the, in, 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 in implemented globally. And uh, every single quarter, they have to download a new version. And within this new version, it came out with uh, around 120 new functionality. And the, these functionalities that I just described is coming out this version that we're downloading now, mm -hmm. this quarter. Mm -hmm. And then it's amazing, a big differentiator. All the, all the important stuff is about AI infrastructure. I think, we, I think despite that in the infrastructure, the, pre the previous version that uh, Amazon and Azure came before us, and in the AI, we came before everybody. Means we offer to, to the market uh, infrastructure capabilities uh, that uh, with hyperscale, uh, processors that nobody can offer. Mm. And uh, uh, we have a partnership with NVIDIA, a very strong partnership with NVIDIA. We have another partnership with a company called Coherence that offer like industry solutions. Mm -hmm. And we, in, in this case, we're going, I think we're going ahead on the competition as well. In the other hand, we have the database. We're launching the database 23C, Yes. which is the vector processing in autonomous. And uh, you, I, I don't know if you probably know, but the vector processing looked at the data as a, as a, as a, as a whole, it's an image, uh, voice, and data, and uh, PDFs, everything, and gather this information and manage this as, 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 a, as, a, as a database and can give you the results using the models, the AI models that you run on it. Yeah. And uh, this is an amazing big differentiation we have. Yes. And yeah. data is the fuel for AI. And <laughs> uh, as you know, we, we, we start with data. We were the, the first company running. Uh, yes, back to your roots, data isn't it? In the, in the world, that means 
we have everything to, to get into the success. And uh, that's about it. That's, you know, that's fantastic. You know, I, I, yeah. I want to, I want to talk briefly about compliance and regulations. And um, this yields a completely different answer depending on who and what region you talk to and about. So you've talked very briefly about it. I think in one of the answers you mentioned it, and I want to just expand on this. How is Oracle addressing the specific data residency and compliance requirements in Latin American countries, given once again, the complex and diverse regulatory landscape in the region? That's a very good question, Lane. I think uh, we have various uh, offers for data for, for, for cloud. One is the public cloud. Public cloud, uh, we, as I mentioned before, we have like uh, eight, eight, eight data centers already mm -hmm. spread, no more than eight, I think uh, six. No, six data centers, we're going to eight. We're going to eight data centers. And, uh, and the, uh, the other offer we have that is becoming extremely successful is what we call dedicated data center. Dedicated data center is kind of, you have the space, you have the energy, and Oracle implement our hardware and our operation within a data center sitting on the customer side. Mm -hmm. And then it's like you having your on-premise data center that managed by Oracle, you understand? Mm -hmm. But with all our technology and fully automated, which is a fantastic offer. Mm. We have like, uh, we sign, I don't know if I can mention this to contract we sign, I don't know and I can't mention. I have two government sites in, uh, in, in small countries mm -hmm. and then one day I think uh, we, I can mention uh, that we just signed it, we yeah. just signed it, yeah. and, uh, but we're going to move all the application, financials, all, all, all reporting, and uh, all the all data that's extremely important for the citizens that happiness and satisfaction and encounter mm -hmm. to our data centers and uh, this is a huge project in two countries we signed and we have another six other companies in process to be signed uh, in starting with the solution and then and then going forward to the to moving all the data the data to to our data centers mm -hmm. and they said the dedicated region is i believe it's a huge differentiator to to the market in the going to the market many public entities for governments that make customers they solve the sovereignties uh, problems and uh, challenges and compliance and uh, data residents Yes. which uh, we do believe, as you, you mentioned, a very important uh, challenge in yes. this market. Yes, interesting, interesting. Now, for the, the Oracle Cloud World 2023, um, yeah. yet another successful event, Louise. Uh, give us your own personal takeaways from this event. Okay, uh, for the ones we have in Las Vegas, right? Yes. Yes. So the takeaway is, is about that we are, we are, I, I don't know how to say it in English. Uh, I, <laughs> I will literally translate, let's say. <laughs> I, I, my feeling in Portuguese, you say you are the main character in the stage. Translate, oh, good translation, okay. real-time translation. <laughs> because we are really prepared 
for the moment we are. Extremely prepared, in all means. In AI, being, being first, going to hyperscale computing mm -hmm. uh, and partnering with the right partners, and I do believe in there we are extremely advanced in generative AI and offering GPUs for infrastructure, and we, we came first. Mm -hmm. uh, and second is the, is the partnership we have with Cohere mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the industry side, building templates to offer to industries and in, 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 in NVIDIA offering GPUs to, to, to infrastructure. And we, we, we really partner with the right partners. Mm -hmm. In terms of uh, application, this, what I mentioned before, the embedded AI. The embedded AI is a huge differential. A huge differentiator. If you see, if you go to the market, our main competitor has like 20 years coding that uh, is gonna, they're going to have a very hard time to to embed the AI. Which uh, and we are already far away in this in this market by gaining uh, from these thousands of customers the experience and having this experience embedded in our application and launching new functionalities and versions for the future. And this is amazing. We heard this example, I think Safra set with, with customers and give specific examples in this size. Mm. And, uh, and also the other important thing that we announced in the event is our partnership with Microsoft. Yes. I think it was a huge announcement. This leveraged both company. And it's both company in the, because you know, we're going to the multi-cloud. That's for yeah. sure. Yes. And, uh, and announcing this partnership is just, just showing that we are here to encounter the customer. Mm -hmm. And we're going to build stuff to really make customer happy and help them, helping them to go to next step in, mm -hmm. the, in the business transformation. And partnering with Microsoft, we're offering all we have the best together. And this was amazing impacting the market and, uh, and i'm extremely optimistic we are working in day by day together with them and mm -hmm. in some cases for sure we compete in other cases but in some cases we we are partnering which is the is the new life yeah. and uh, competing and partnering is, is is the new normal right yes and uh, last but not least is the, the our database 23c that is the pioneers in vector database, among others. Means we always lead this market and we keep leading. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's great that you, you talked about the, the partnerships, because I wanted to ask you a question around partnerships, but all through this discussion, you've sort of dotted about the various partnerships that Oracle has um, in its portfolio. And what was interesting about the um, Oracle Cloud World 2023 I think Larry sort of provided a real clear vision of multi-cloud, of next generation cloud. I mean, he sort of dis discussed the importance of open interconnected clouds and the need for seamless interoperability between cloud providers. And, and some of the examples you were giving pretty much echo the, 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 that sentiment entirely. Um, let's end this episode of Heads Talk with um, this question looking to the future. Uh, yeah. What are, what are the main challenges and opportunities you see for Oracle in the Latin American market in the coming years? You guys are visionaries. I want to know what, 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 what are the challenges? <laughs> we try, we try. We try to do. 
yeah. Now, I think the challenge I think we have is not about product, is not about infrastructure, is not about, uh, I'd say, such things, I would say. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about, I would say it's about people, in all means. It's about, I would say, sociology. Mm -hmm. It's about transforming people into the new, this new world. Mm -hmm. uh, finding yeah. people mm -hmm. that look the world for the opportunities we have mm -hmm. and not for the threatening side mm -hmm. that in the life and uh, finding profiles that are positive and, uh, and building the right thing. Understand what I mean? It means uh, yeah. in our cases in Latin America, we are a very diverse uh, countries. We have we are a group of very diverse countries, mm -hmm. and also with big gaps between uh, between uh, people. It means people living yes. Yes. poverty and people living in uh, in a, in a high high <laughs> wealth. So wealth. Top one percent, yeah. so to speak. Yes. 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 And then we have to work together and to change, to, to help make this change. Because I do believe that the, this technology really can help. Mm. Because before, we used to sell to large company, rich company that can, can buy our product and pay the product by upfront invest in the product and then at the at the end see the results now we companies and people paying by use and mm. then i would say that this democratize the technology mm. this is the good side and then we're going to have opportunities for people to study by itself it's not necessary going to the best schools and but looking for the best way to be prepared for this future and that's the reason I'm talking about sociology, so, 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 sociology because people have mm -hmm. to be prepared mm -hmm. to learn. Mm -hmm. And the, the challenge I will resume that is about people, mm -hmm. is uh, to prepare people for this future and to help people to be optimistic about this huge transformation yeah. we're going to go through. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, yeah. uh, that's, that's the challenge. In all industries, in all, everything we do, everything mm -hmm. we do. Mm -hmm. And be prepared for the threat we have in this industry, in this, in this case as well. I mean, it's uh, uh, all about fake news and things that can spread over the internet that we don't know if it's true or not, if yeah. it's And all this kind of thing to prepare the people for the good. And the same thing that we are talking here is uh, we need to, to, look, to look for people that think uh, the right side, doing, yeah. do, do the right thing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand? very consistently, mm -hmm. and uh, in cultures, in values, and all this kind of thing, mm -hmm. which we do believe that's, that's going to take us to a better future. And... Uh, yeah. In summary, it means it's about people. I think the yeah. challenge we have yeah. is about people. It's really I, about people. I, I like how you talked about societal um, people and sort of youth and sort of out of curiosity and sort of tapping into your 
entrepreneurial radar. How are you, um, Oracle, Oracle Latin, Latin America, supporting the growth of startups uh, and emerging technology companies in the region? I know, as I said, entrepreneurship is in your blood. It'd be interesting to know if you support or if support is provided by your organization to some of these young startups. Yeah, no, I, we do support. We're extremely connected. You know, we, we normally, when we go to, we're looking for the customer and not necessarily our solution yeah. uh, cover all the needs the customer has. And, uh, and uh, taking the new startup companies that I, I strongly believe that the, the big change is going to come from the new incomers. Yes. It's very hard to the big changes, the, the, the revolution that you see, OpenAI and all these AI companies are new startups. And uh, if you are not connected to new, new startups in each industry, you're going to be disconnected from the world. Mm -hmm. And then connect these new startups. We have programs to that to, to really bring them to do our platform. And if you're not connected to them, we, uh, it's very hard to deal with the new, new, new world. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's yes, it. I think exactly. we're totally connecting uh, with the startups yes. and uh, in, in the practice, in the day by day, because we we do believe that uh, we need to teach him by example. You understand? And it's not, that's the only way to to make changes, right? And uh, if you don't execute what we say, it means it means not much, right? Louise Meisler, an insightful conversation today in Heads Talk. Many thanks for your time and insights. Well, thank you very much, Aline, for the opportunity. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Heads Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via my website, elainepringle.com forward slash Heads Talk, wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, I'd like to thank our sponsors, guests, and you for helping to make the show possible. Please join me next time where I'll be featuring more executives, C-suite leaders and heads of multinationals. Heads Talk Podcast with your host Elaine Pringle-Schwitter.